Welcome to episode four, week four of the NFL. It's beers and bets. This week, we discuss rules of betting football. Rule number one, George, never, and I mean never, take advice from a guy you meet at the casino, especially one who bets 10-team money line parlays. You know what I'm talking about, George. <laughs> yes, ex- I do, bro. <laughs> and especially if he's got a great story from when he lost 15 large to Tony and had to pay him under the Tappan Zee Bridge. Tony! That's not a story, George. That's an episode of The Sopranos. You know what I'm talking about. I'm Keith Noel, and with me is George Wonder, Brad, GW, Georgie boy. What's up, G-Dub? Doing great. All right, what's on tap for your beer today, George? Today, I am rocking Samuel Adams' Jack-O Pumpkin Ale in keeping with the season. Nice little gift from one of our favorite sponsors, Bobby C. Bob Kerbo. Rocking the Samuel Adams. Here we go. So I can get it going. There we go. It's good to know there's plenty of vegetables and fruits left for you, George. I'm going to go with a hazy pale ale from another local brewery. Steuben Brewing. This beer is made exclusively with New York hops and malts, and the ale is called Trail Town. I like this beer because they're donating proceeds from the sales of this beer to the Finger Lakes Trail. Finger Lakes Trail, incredible branch running from Canandaigua to Hammondsport. Check it out, people. The beer checks in at 5.3 alcohol, and I don't know how much it costs because it was a gift from one of our sponsors. Thank you, Saratoga Storks, for the three-pack. George, how'd you do last week? Wait a minute. Crack it open. I think Keith was cracking it open to celebrate my success. Overall, 10 and 5 for a cool 6.67% dodge. Not bad. On the teasers, 2 and 0. My only real shortcoming of the week, 0 and 2 on my straight bets. All right, I finished 1 and 1 on my straight bets. Couldn't pull those jets to the finish line. We got so close. But alas, no. Hey, and the Vikings gave you a rocking chair winner if you were following us. And I did go 9-6 overall, which is my third winning week of picks. That's no easy task in the NFL. 2-0 on teasers. If you followed George and I, that's 4-0 two weeks in a row. We can't keep doing this, people. you got to be following us. you got to be playing those picks. We're crushing it. All right, let's get into this week's action, George. Where do you want to start? I'm going to start my boy Patrick Mahomes. I talked him up and his... Stellar September record has taken a little bit of a hit. Nonetheless, I'm going to back Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs given the seven at Philadelphia. Oh, by the way, a little homecoming for Andy Reid, who was appropriately hydrated after last week's episode. <laughs> I think Andy would like to prove to the people in the city brotherly love that he was all that when he was there and they should have never let him go. I say the Chiefs given the seven. All right, this is an insane contrarian spot, by the way. You know I love that word, contrarian. Drink, George. <laughs> Here we go. Um, 2% of the bets right now, the money, 2% of the money is on, is on the, the Eagles. 98% of the money is on the Chiefs. Um, this looks like to me to be a get-right spot for the Kansas City Chiefs. They're 8-2 and two on the road in their last 10 in October. I know they have not covered a lot of spreads, but something tells me that they need this win. They need a blowout. Let's go ahead and get on board with everybody else. Lay the seven. Take the Chiefs. I think they're going to get it done. All right, George. I'm going to give you, I think, which is a tough game. The Tennessee Titans at the New York J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. The line is up to seven. It started at six and a half. 
Went all the way up to seven and a half, and now it's back down to seven. No, I'm sorry, it's at six and a half. A weird line move, if I do say myself. You look at Wilson, you look at these rookie quarterbacks, they are one and ten. They are just having the unbelievable time this year trying to get on the W side. Titans have a lot of injuries at the wide receiver. This is a contrarian play that I like to play, Georgie. <laughs> 11% of the money is on the Jets, but only 5% of the bets. The line has moved down a point. This has got some sharp action. This is a sneaky play. This is one of those gut wrenchers that you can't fathom. Remember the Dolphins last week, friends. This is the one you can't fathom. Take the Jets and the 6.5 points. If you can somehow get it at 7, jump all over it. George, what do you got? I would say this. Keith loves his contrarian plays, and he's usually on top of things with the data. George gives the very simple advice in this one. Don't overthink it. Tennessee, a quality team, looking towards the playoffs. The Jets got a lot to figure out with a rookie head coach, a quarterback still trying to find his footing, especially at six and a half. I'm expecting Tennessee could beat the JETS Jets by a touchdown. I'm back in Tennessee Titans. Our first division of the week. Very nice. I can't fault you there, George. Drink for those that are playing at home. Uh, let's go on to the Houston Texans going to the Buffalo Bills. Bills Mafia is going to be rocking in Orchard Park, if it's still called that. The spread is now up to 17. George, what do you think about this crazy line? 16 and a half is a heck of a lot to give an NFL football team. We're not talking about a power five playing a group of five in college, right? I fully expect Buffalo to win the game, but three scores? That's a hell of a spot. Give me the points. All right, George, quick and simple. Texans are on rest. They've got a third-round a third draft pick as their starting quarterback. I told you the rookie quarterbacks are 1-10. That's 1-10 ATS. And the one win was when New England played the Jets, so somebody had to win that game. The Bills, and you love these stats, George, when a team comes in from over 1,000 miles away, are 18-6-1. That stat is now 2-1. It went down last week, but we're going to get it up to 3-1 this week. The money is 72% of the money is on the Bills, only 50% of the bets. The line has actually ticked up a little bit in the last week. That's crazy. I know it is, but we're going to go ahead and take the Bills, and I think they're going to, this is going to be a blowout game. Um, one more thing to think about, if you play in the survivor pools, Everyone's going to jump on the Bills, right? It's an easy win. I agree. But here's the thing. The Bills are going to have three or four more easier wins down the road. Take another team this week. Take the Bills when they have the Jets later on in the season when you might really need them. I know it's an easy one, but think that one through. It might be worth your while. Also, it's a huge spread. The under and over is 48. That's a pretty low number for 17 points. Might be a nice underplay in that game. Just throwing it out there. George, let's go to the Lions at the Bears. The, 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 the early line, which they lay before the games were even played the week before, was the Bears 6. Now that line is 3, George. What do you make of that? What are you doing? But before I get into Detroit and Chicago, for those of you Seinfeld fans out there, what Keith and I just experienced is what Seinfeld would refer to as Bizarro World, where George <laughs> picks the dog and KP picks the favorite. What is going on here? It's day, is night. Night is day. Feldman from across the hall bringing groceries. Back to the point at hand, Detroit at Chicago. 
I'm going to take Detroit plus the three points. To me, each team has a lot to figure out. Three points don't hurt. It really comes down to this. The Bears are in shambles. Last week they had a net of plus one yard passing. I'm assuming they can do better than that. The big thing I see about Detroit is they're undermanned, but they compete from whistle to whistle against a, a team of you know somewhat equivalent talent like Chicago, uh, especially with a three-point kicker. I'm going to back the Lions. Uh, I got to go with George on this one too. The Bears are a mess. I can only hope that Nagy decides to start fields. Who knows what's going on there? If you're a team and you don't know which quarterback is starting, not only is one quarterback, two quarterbacks, three quarterbacks that they're looking at. The money right now is 87% of the money, 81% of the bets on the Lions. Uh, division dogs getting six points or less right now this year, 14-3. and three. They're playing hard. They're playing the win. I'm going to go ahead and take the Lions 2 plus 3. Let's look at another game. George, how about... I think this one's going to be a tough one. Carolina, 3-0 Carolina Panthers against the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to go ahead and start this one, George. How do you like that? Um, the line was 4.5. It's ticked up a little bit to 5. Here we have those 3-0 Panthers, but let's, let's face it. They beat the Jets. They beat Houston. I'll give them a quality win against New Orleans. McCaffrey's out. And 76% of the money, 68% of the bets are on the Cowboys. It pains me to do this, but I'm going to take the Cowboys, and I'm going to lay that four and a half or five, whatever it is. Give me the Cowboys. George? I can't fault you on that. And, yes, I said that one on purpose. Uh, <laughs> Drink. Uh, Keith talked about how this is a reactionary populace, and they all look to last week, and Dallas looked great against Philly. Truly, to me, Dallas's best effort was a great win at Los Angeles Chargers, back behind a close loss against the defending Super Bowl champions. To me, those two, way more so than last week's obliteration of Philly, tells me Dallas really has figured some things out. The Dallas D has been turning it over. If they get at least one this week, I say not only do they win, but they cover the five. Give me Dallas Cowboys. All right. George, how about, uh, let's look at those Cleveland Browns going into the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings getting two at home. You love your home dogs. Home dog. I'm going to take Minnesota plus the two. Uh, I think it has an element of, of a shootout because I do strongly believe Cleveland has a quality team. Uh, but I think Minnesota, especially um, if uh, their run running back is back, which it's all indication that he will be, um, Give me the Minnesota home dog plus the two. All right. I'm going to jump on that too, George. Man, we're not going against each other at all. By the way, if you could figure out which of George and mine bets were the right ones, you could have gone 13-2 and two last week. I'm looking at the glass half full. George might be looking at the glass half empty, but that's the way we do it. Hey, give me that home dog. They're 10-8 and eight this year. The defense is getting better. The Vikings are coming on. Keep them in mind as things go along. Also, the Browns, 3-12 and 12 versus the NFC North. Doesn't hurt when you're looking at, you know, trying to pick a side. So go ahead and give me the Vikings. George and I, again, are lock and step. Do you have the commercial? We're working on it. No, get the commercial. Week after week we do this, George. You're supposed to have the commercial ready. Do you have it ready? Working on that. Go, George. Finger Lakes Realty. Call Bobby Kerbo at 315-270-2. Zero, zero, 008 that's 315 270 2008 
or Jenna Kerbal, 315-759-9002. They're full-time agents, available 24-7. Call them in the middle of the night. They're cool with it. Free market analysis. Call today. Finger Lakes Realty, keeping it real in real estate. Hey, to celebrate four episodes, next week, George and I are going to be buying your first beer at Del Lago Casino in lovely upstate New York. Just find the tallest guy in the building and his frumpy friend and say, beers and bets, and the first beer is on us. Hell, if you're taller than GW, we'll buy you two. We'll go two. That's next Friday, October 8th, from 4 to 6 at Del Lago Casino. We hope to see you there, George. Housel, you're excluded. Hey, if you're bigger, you're better. Yeah. All right, let's talk. Washington football team at the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons are getting a point and a half. Interesting, George. What do you think? I kind of showed my hand earlier with Minnesota. Home dog! Give me the point and a half. Washington football team hasn't figured it out. Their defense isn't playing like... It should be. Expected to have played. Matty Ice, while he's a little bit long in the tooth, has a way better track record than Heineke. Heineke, no Heineken. Give me Atlanta Falcons. All right. Well, George, we can finally find a game to disagree upon. I'm just going straight trends, which I know my friend, Mr. Jay Sander, hates. But the Atlanta Falcons are 1-8-1, their last 10 at home in October. The road team in this series is 7-1. and Second straight road game this year. Teams are 7-0. And when a dog goes to a favorite, which the Washington football team was, they were a dog, now they're a favorite. That's a 62% winner. And in the last 10, the road favorite off of a loss versus a team off of a win wins 59% of the time. If you can remember that one, let me know about it later. And off a blowout loss this year of 20 points or more, which Washington is coming off. Teams are 5-1 and one this year. Give me the Washington football teams. You don't need any other reasons. All right, let's go to Indianapolis and Miami, George. Miami, minus two. Anybody who's been listening probably has a strong clue what George might say. <laughs> give me the home dog. Wait, they're favored by two. Oh, I'll give the two. <laughs> Screw that. They're good enough. To, tr- truly, here's my analysis. Miami has more stability. Even though the person they know they're starting at quarterback is not a world beater, he is a legitimate NFL quarterback with two good ankles. They have better health. They've competed tip to toe. Give me the Miami Dolphins, given the two. All right. This one is for Deborah. Indianapolis is a road dog of six points or less, which we know this year. Those teams are 14-3. and three. They have a line move in their favor. God knows they've got a lot of injuries and they've got a lot of problems. But dogs in this series are 13-2. and two, So we are going to circle the Indianapolis Colts, and we're going to go with them. George, on to the next game. How about the Giants at New Orleans? The line now is seven. The line is seven. New Orleans is like the girl you date because she's hot and you hope she's nice to you. She looks good, but you're not sure how the date's really going to go. I'm taking a hunch. (laughs) This is the bad date New Orleans Saints, right? Give me the seven points. New York Giants breaking the trend of struggling in the Superdome because the roof. 
The roof. The roof is on fire. We don't need no water. Let I'll let you finish the rest of the song. <laughs> I don't even know what he's talking about, but I like that pick because seven points is a lot of points. The line was eight. It's moved down to seven. That's a sharp move. The Saints are two and 15 against crappy teams. Give me those Giants. God damn it, get a win, New York. All right, let's go to Arizona at the Rams, George. This thing is breaking up. Um, you go first. The Rams are minus four. Two quality teams, high-scoring game. A lot of people going to be visiting the painted grass. Now that I've said that, the L.A. Rams will visit the painted grass one more time than Arizona. Ergo, they will cover the four. Give me the Rams flying high. All right, this is the game I love to play against Georgie because Georgie is Joe Public. Now, who is Joe Public? That's Georgie. That's, that's you. That's me. No, I'm not Joe Public. I'm a sharp guy. And the line went from six to four. That's a two-point move. That is a huge move in numbers in the NFL. All right? Why does it move? Because the Sharps are putting their money on the Cardinals. The public's gobbling up the Rams. They can't be stopped. They can't lose. We know that road dogs in a division under six cover at a great amount. Second team on a road game, this is the Cardinals. They're 7-0 this year. We got sharp money. We got everything in our favor. Drab, grab those Arizona Cardinals. All right, let's go to the Seahawks. Getting now two and a half points against the 49ers, George. As long as it's less than a field goal, I'll back San Francisco at home. Seattle got some things to figure out. Their D struggled last week. Minnesota basically did whatever they care to. Uh, I'm going to take the home team, give the two and a half. And I will go against Georgie because... Now we're back to where things <laughs> used to be. We're back in normal world. We're across the street, Feldman. All right, listen, Division Dogs, we know we like them. Second game uh, this year, 7-0, and the Seahawks. 86% of the money, 70% of the bets are on the Seahawks. The line has moved in the Seahawks' favorite. Seahawks are 17-4-4 four four after a conference loss. If it, I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the next game, George. Oh, no. Let's take a break. This segment brought to you by Saratoga Storks. Come visit. By visit, I mean pay for your accommodations at Derek and Lucy's Charming Villa within walking distance of downtown Saratoga. Yet to be painted, furnished, or with running water. But hey, it's within walking distance of Saratoga. So by the time you get home from a day at the races and drinking all night, you'll just be glad you had a place to sleep. Saratoga Storks! And now, George, back to the action. Uh, if you don't mind, let's talk about Pittsburgh heading to, I would call it the frozen tundra, but it's not necessarily frozen in the first week of October. Headed to Lambeau Field. At this point, in my opinion, Pittsburgh offense is in a shamble. Big Ben has shown that his arm may or may not be done. They've struggled to score. I see many Lambo leaps happening. As long as the line stays under six and a half, I don't have to give up a touchdown. I'm all back Aaron Rodgers in the, what I kind of call the FU tour. Give me the pack. <sighs> Jersey, Jersey. I would so much... Love to go contrarian. We know that Tomlin is 39-19 when he gets six points or more. We know that everybody is saying, how in the world can the Packers only be favored by six and a half? And this falls under the heading, 
If it looks too easy, it probably is. So we're going to Contrarian City, baby. Give me the Steelers. Get your barf bag out. Hold on tight. Because we're going to get the cover. I know only 6% of the public even thinks these guys can cover this spread. But why hasn't the line moved? If everybody's betting on the Packers, why hasn't the line moved? I don't know, but we're taking the Steelers. Let's go. Georgie, next game. Buccaneers at the Patriots. Buccaneers by seven. Buccaneers by seven at New England. You may have heard that there was a pretty good quarterback used to play there is now wearing the road colors. In my opinion, Tom Brady figures it out, guts out a win, but the way the Buccaneers defense is playing, I say it's a competitive game throughout. I'm going to take the home dog and the seven points. Do you know what George just did? Do you know what you just did? You're taking a contrarian play, George. Contrarian. There's only 3% of the money and 7% of the bets on New England. This game is what we call pros and joes, but Georgie is bucking the system. I don't know what's going on here. It is bizarre world. My God. I'm taking the Buccaneers. I don't know what Georgie's doing. I don't know what anybody's doing. <laughs> Let's go to the Baltimore Ravens at the Denver Broncos. George go because I'm still stunned. The beautiful thing about this game, it's pick them, so George doesn't have to pick a favorite or a dog. Hey, wait a minute. Was that a pick? Did I just see you pick? <laughs> That's not a pick. Moses was a picker. Was that a protrusion? Was that, a, was, was that penetration? Alright, fine. If it wasn't a pick, I'm just not shaking your hand at the end of the show. I'm sorry. Go back to the game. Alright, so again, as a pick em, well played, Keith. Um... Give me Teddy Two Gloves, Denver wins slash covers at home. Denver D able to contain Lamar Jackson just enough to get a, a close win late. All right. Broncos 3-0. I don't know. Teddy covers. He just keeps doing it and doing it. A lot of money going in on the Ravens, but yet um, the Ravens were favored, and now it's dropped down to a pick'em. So that means sharp money is coming in on the Broncos. I'm with George. George is a sharp player this week. I'm baffled, to say the least. So let's go to Monday Night Football, a little prime time. Prime time. Georgie, what do you got? We got the Chargers, favored by three, against the Raiders. As I mentioned earlier about the painted grass getting lots of visitors, I see a lot of aerial action in this one. I'm thinking like Dan Fouts, Ken Stabler in the day. In that duel, I'm taking Herbert to outduel Carr. I'm going to give the three and back to San Diego slash Los Angeles. Super charges. Charges. All right. It's a 50-50 split really on the betting, which shows you that everybody thinks this can go either way. I'm going to go ahead and take the division dog on the road. Monday night, primetime dog spot. They love to eat it up. I'll take the Raiders plus the three. The line was three and a half. It went down to three. That's a little bit of a sharp move. So we're going to take it. Just cover, baby. All right. Georgie, let's go to our plays of the week. Let's start with your straight bets. Straight bets. Um, I'm all back, as I mentioned earlier, to lead off the show. Patrick Mahomes, given the seven. Give me KC, minus seven, over Philadelphia. Eagles don't fly. My other straight bet, I'm going to take 
Detroit plus the three to take down the Bears. All right, I'm going to take two dogs, and if you you have a little swagger, maybe play these on the money line with a little two-team parlay. I like Seattle plus the two and a half. If it gets up to three, that's even the better. And I'm going to take Minnesota at home plus the two. What's your teaser, Georgie? Two-team teaser. I'm teasing Dallas down from giving four and a half to getting a point and a half to take down the undermanned Carolina Panthers minus CMC. I'm also taking Tennessee, uh, teasing it down from Tennessee, giving seven to giving one point over the JETS Jets. Two-team tease parlay. Book it. All right. Uh, my two-team teaser, I like both Kansas City and Tampa Bay. They're both seven-point favorites. Take them down through the seven, through the three, get them to one point, uh, and let's get her done. Uh, I wish we had a little Thursday in action because I did love Cincinnati. Right now the game's going on. I have no idea what the score is, but I would have kicked off uh, my Thursday with Cincinnati taking the under, and you could have put them on some parlay action. I'm not sure if they're going to cover, but I definitely like the parlay action. And that's a wrap on our show, George. Any closing comments? Looking forward to seeing everybody next Friday, October 8th at Del Lago, 4 to 6. See Katie Large and I for beer. First one's on us. I'll be the big fella wearing the Bentley volleyball hat. How about some bonus action? Old Miss plus 14 against Bama. Iowa, Maryland, under 46. Lay the two with Wisconsin against Michigan. Love it. Give me BC plus 16 against Clemson. <laughs>